having a heavy mid-December snow today here in Boston and looking out the window at the big heavy flakes coming down. I have no desire to go out there and experience the cold, but I love the, re- the view and the reflections that it allows me to have. Now, Horace experienced a similar sentiment sometime around 23 BC when his first three books of odes were published, and of course he expressed it much better than I could. Horace's beloved Odes Book 1, Poem 9 is set just north of Rome on a sunny morning after a heavy snowfall. The text, especially the last two stanzas, is impossible to turn into English, so I shall read David Ferry's poetic translation, which does not follow the Latin syntax, but captures the spirit of the poem admirably. This was published by Farrer, Strauss, and Giroux in 1997. See Mount Soracta shining in the snow. See how the laboring, overladen trees can scarcely bear their burdens any longer. See how the streams are frozen in the cold. Bring in the wood and light the fire, and open the fourth-year vintage wine in the Sabine jars. O Thaliarchus, as for everything else, forget tomorrow. Leave it up to the gods. Once the gods have decided the winds at sea will quiet down, and the sea will quiet down, and these cypresses and old ash trees will shake in the storm no longer. Take everything as it comes. Put down in your books as profit every new day that fortune allows you to have, while you're still young and while morose old age is far away. There's love, and there are parties. There's dancing, and there's music. There are young people out in the city squares together as evening comes on. There are whispers of lovers. There's laughter. If you have a copy of the Latin text, it may help you to forgive my reading to follow along. I try to pitch my voice down a bit on noun-adjective pairs that interlock with other elements, synchesis, so that my students can better hear the word groups. As for the meter, it's Horace's favorite, or at least his most frequently employed, the Alceic strophe. The first two lines of each stanza are, to put it simply, constructed of two iams, followed by a long syllable where the line naturally breaks. Next, the line trips to its end with two dactyls. Vide sut altus stet niwicandidum suractinic yam sustina antonus. The third line begins in the same way, silvae laborant, but it halts as if resisting hurrying to the end with two firm, somber trochies instead of dactyls, eskeluque. So, silvae laborante skeluque, and finally the meter regains its steam and finishes with two quick dactyls and two firm trochies, a combination of the endings of the first two lines, flumina constiterinta cuto. So here it is, Horace's Odes Book One, Poem Nine. Vides ut alta stet niwicandidum soracta, nec iam sustina ant onus silvae laborantes, 
Geluque flumina constiterint acuto. Dissolve frigus ligna superfaco larga reponens, atque benigna us deprome quadrimum sabina otala arca merum diota. Permitte divis cetera, quisimos trauera ventos aequora fervido de proila antis, nec cupressi, nec vereres agitantur orni. Quid sit futurum cras, fuge quaereret quem fors dierum cumque dabit lucro apone. Nec dulcis amores sperna puer, nec tu cora as, donec virenti canit es abest morosa. Nunc et campus et araei lenesque sub noctum susori composita repetantur ora, nunc et latentis praditor intimo gratus puellae risus ab angulo, pignusque direptum lacertis audigito male pertinaci. Thank you.